Hello everyone welcome back to another episode of Booty and the Binge and this is actually our season 2 so welcome back guys we are finally at season 2 yay and with me i have a dear dear friend adi hi adi hey gino hello everyone welcome back to season 2 yes welcome back after a long gap like we just went on the massive massive nap and we just woke up <laughs> we did we did but honey this nap was refreshing i feel like lemonade i feel refreshing you are rejuvenated yes i'm looking younger hanajino am i looking younger yeah yes <laughs> thanks for the validation So how has your booty been Gino? My booty has been so a lot has happened in this past one month. First of all guys we are very sorry we took such a long gap. Uh, I don't know kiski nazar lagi podcast ko but something or the other was happening and uh, we were just not able to record any episodes. Uh, like there was a point when both of us were uh, not well at the same time then my lo- laptop stopped working like literally we sat down to record a podcast and my laptop stopped <laughs> stopped functioning. <laughs> so a lot yeah. of mishaps happened uh, but now we are very committed that we are going to go back to our regular schedule and we are going to properly do uh, regular episodes every week so it was definitely the mercury retrograde which was preventing us from recording our podcast absolutely yeah. i don't know what that means but but absolutely <laughs> sounds bougie <laughs> but yeah coming back to your booty how has your booty been So I became a gunkle. I uh, oh so my God. yes, my baby gave birth to a beautiful baby boy, and uh, so my last month has been very eventful. It has been a really great time at our house, and everybody in the, is in a very good mood. And I had always decided, be it a niece or a nephew, I'm going to just spoil them. I'm going to be that uncle who's just buying stuff for them. and i wanted to start right away like right from their birth oh i was like God. i'm just going to spoil oh this God. spoil this little brat i want this person to be a brat or else i'm not going to like i am going to disown them so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so i was very excited to do all the shopping for my nephew and you know the thing that really bothered me was how gendered things are these days like i went mm-hmm. to buy a simple baby bed okay like for a newborn baby you have like a special special kind of a bed and yeah, i went yeah. to buy that and the one that i liked was kind of pinkish it was not even pink it was kind of pinkish and the vendor mm-hmm. was like but you said you had a baby boy why are you buying this yeah. you are you are supposed to buy the yeah. blue one I like it, but yeah. my, my baby doesn't understand if it's a pink or a blue thing. <laughs> yeah. Why are you telling me to teach him this pink is for girls and blue is for guys? What is happening? Yeah. And literally, even the even at the hospital, like so, every time a delivery happens uh, in this particular hospital, they put like balloons on the door of your room. If you have a boy, mm-hmm. then they will put like blue balloons on your room. And if you have a girl, uh, they will put like pink balloon balloons on your room. Oh and even God, though I, oh I was God. like buying a crib and like a cradle, 
and even while buying that everything was either blue or pink and that went like i don't want to say the name of this uh, particular company because they are very famous in this uh, baby products business yeah. but that yeah. guy was literally asking me uh, is it a boy or a girl and i was like i don't want to tell you and he's like no no but how will you make your decision because this section is for girls this section is for guys and i was like dude this baby is just 2 3 days old he doesn't understand yeah. what's the concept of pink and yeah. blue is like literally all of this is being fed to him literally from his birth my god can we not be so gendered and i i think all of this is media's creation and i blame marketing for all of this because we are part of that industry now and we know how things yeah, function yeah. i am sure when we were born i'm sure the nurses weren't giving our, our parents lecture about blue and uh, pink but these days yeah. it's just a bit much oh god true 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 oh my god jino and like us as queer people get so frustrated in moments like these because you know we literally see that kind of repeating for even the coming generations yeah nothing is actually changing because the same stuff is going to be fed to them and honestly i think i kind of experienced similar things in the last one month on two occasions honestly um so i think i've mentioned about this how i uh, did a drag audition yes you know, and i had yeah go and buy a dress and um a very uh, famous youtube channel reached out to me for a pride video and said that hey you know what you identify as gender non binary and we want to see a little bit of your fashion and taste so we will give you a budget why don't you go and shop for two pride looks one for the pride march and one for the party and you know like it was an expectation from their end as well and like my wish to dress up androgynous and go and look out for either a dress for the party or like a nice skirt or a nice kaftan and i chose to go to bandra hill road literally whenever i would just go into a shop and like ask for a skirt in my size or a dress in my size they would just say they don't have the size but they definitely have it and like they would tell me that this is ladies ka saman so you go somewhere else it was so humiliating so yeah i mean it's it's so i mean fashion industry literally or like just identity industry i call it is so gendered and like gender plays a very very stupid role because after all a bed is going to be a bed yeah yeah you know a piece of fabric is going to be a piece of fabric it doesn't have a gender of its own but it's just people you know and like how if anybody tries to contest that so for instance in your case you were like i won't let you know what the gender of the child is and in my case i'm just going in like looking for it asking for it it's such a revolt in its place and you know people constantly just like put us down yeah even uh, there is that chocolate brand which has toys inside the chocolate and they have yeah. pink packaging for girls and blue packaging for guys and pink packaging oh, is supposed to have girly toys quote unquote girly toys which are like dolls and stuff and then uh, yeah. the blue packaging is supposed to have cars i 
oh god like if i i just keep thinking of me as a child i'm pretty sure i would have wanted the pink one but then i would have, yeah. would have never gotten it like i would have always been i, I could have been even bullied for how like wanting the pink one and yeah. that's just adding complications in the lives of a queer kid just think about yeah. growing up as a queer person today in today's time when uh, like you have so much exposure but the exposure is also in a bad way okay i w- i want to know as a child did you ever feel that if you were a girl you would have gotten better options in toys or in clothes i did for toys for sure uh i don't know about clothes i didn't think about that but uh for toys definitely i always uh i never liked any of the toys that uh, the were available for toys yeah. yeah 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 i so i liked cars to some extent to some extent and i was very okay. bougie about that as well like i had like a model of ferrari in my house and it was like a exact replica of ferrari and then i never even used to play with it i used to just show it off i used to just like show people like look at this this is exactly like a ferrari so yeah. i was not even playing with it i just wanted to show off that's like so that's a very wifey thing you know my husband he got <laughs> yeah i was very that very that so yeah but i definitely always wanted to play uh, you know jab ghar ghar khelte the i wanted to oh, be <laughs> i wanted I, to be I, the sister or the mother <laughs> i wanted to be the wife yeah <laughs> and you know i would like i would uh, whoever uh, is playing the kids i would tell them please go to sleep now it's mama and papa's time <laughs> I would just make the child sleep in the same room. And did you have mama and papa's time? <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> whatever my imagination of mama papa time was, but I knew that you know husband and wife need to have their separate time together. Very mature Since of you. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like literally, I hope, I pray that someday, uh, growing up is not as gendered as you know what we have experienced or what our parents have. or you know what maybe kids in the generation are you know quite there yeah. to experience so talking about the modern stigmas around gender uh, we have yeah. a show that has the word modern in it so that's my segue for today <laughs> love it yes. love it so <laughs> adi do you want to introduce our listeners to the show sure sure um so um uh, Modern Love is basically an anthology of many many stories depicting various loves in the city of Mumbai uh but today we are going to very specifically talk about this episode from the anthology called Bai um now Bai has two main characters uh one is Manzu which is played by Prateek Gandhi uh and then there is the character of a 44 year old chef uh i can't remember his name i'm sorry but he's ranbir? played by ranveer or ranbir his real so he it's played by chef ranveer vrar oh okay that's his real name sorry so uh, his character's name is different it's it's something like that only very south delhi name he has okay. <laughs> yeah yeah uh, now manzu is born and brought up in a conservative muslim family and uh, we see that he gets outed by one of his childhood friends or something and his parents are in complete dis- disapproval of his sexuality and then eventually manzu starts a new life in goa where he meets uh, the character played by ranveer prar um now there is another very key character in the story which is of bai 
um and bai is basically manzu's grandmother and she is a very strong woman and she has seen literally everything right from the partition to the riots um and initially manzu is asked not to share about his sexuality with her uh because this might just give her a heart attack literally and metaphorically uh but he eventually tells her and he realizes that bai was literally the easiest person to share about his sexuality and she understood because it was about love and uh that's where the show ends you know when he like comes out to bai and i think it's a very very beautiful story there are a lot of things which are not very beautiful about the episode but uh, we'll talk about it so let's begin with asking about your thoughts on this genie what do you think i have one word for this show yes basic ah! oh my god see okay. here's the thing okay here's the thing coming out as an experience is very crucial to every queer person but coming out is not the only experience right the life yeah. as a whole is going to have it's not just going to be one coming out coming out is continuous process you keep coming out to different people you keep meeting in your life so yes coming out in itself cannot be the whole story and a lot of times what happens is uh, a lot of queer content only focuses on that aspect thinking okay that yeah. that's going to pull your heartstrings and that's just going to give you uh, some sort of like a emotional connect and that's going to work that will work but then you have yeah. to have some other layers to the story in this particular case they tried to add those layers by uh, making it a thodi si conservative family and yeah. uh, bringing in the uh, factors of partition and riots and all those things i felt like they tried to window dress it but it did not fit it did not like merge with the story seamlessly and so the yeah. whole plot was still just about coming out the the entire plot was only a very linear coming out story wherein he has already come out to his parents and he is struggling for acceptance and at the end of the movie, uh, short is outed rather he is outed, outed yeah he was outed yeah he has been outed uh, now he is struggling for accept- acceptance and uh, by the end of uh, the episode he is going to get the acceptance that's like literally the plot of it so yeah. that was my that was my disappointment rather uh, for the show because it never went anywhere like i felt the reason why they chose the title bai was also for that misdirect because they wanted to show like oh we are something else other than uh, what we already have but then it didn't really go anywhere it was still just a very plain simple coming out story nothing wrong yeah. with that but then it could have been just like a 10 minute of short film it didn't have to be like yeah. a one hour long episode because there were points in the uh, uh, in the episode where i was just literally bored i was yawning i was not yeah. i'm not even kidding i was literally yawning so True. what do you think ali i honestly i agree with you i literally agree with you also one thing which was lacking in the episode was the the chemistry yeah the romance like i get so annoyed and this is because when non queer people tell queer stories and non queer actors play queer characters they don't know about the chemistry they just don't know how to bring it in and i feel that you know it's easy for i guess 
straight couples to get that kind of chemistry because we all have grown up knowing what straight romance looks like but there is very little reference for what queer romance can look like and probably people who have lived those experiences can bring it out in a much better way and it's not that there is a dearth of queer actors there are so many talented queer actors but no they want to just you know cast the 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 well known names and extremely masculine you know two actors both prati gandhi and shefran birbar are like the epitome of you know of uh, masculinity one is like a chef and the other one has like you know done some really masculine roles in the past so i don't know what are they t- and i think this is an attempt to normalize queer identities that he they're like boys only yeah you know <laughs> they're like regular boys only gay people are not different they, they're like you won't even come to know but that's not true you know like for a lot of us we don't even have the need and requirement to come out we just exist and people know who we are yeah yeah so and you know like on the coming out point when you were mentioning i realized it for myself i hate the process of coming out and i kind of learned this from um uh that show oh my god uh queer eye how could i like for a fraction of a second forget about that but in this uh, particular episode and i think we have reviewed it on this podcast um one of the you know fab 5 says that caramo yeah sorry what's his name jinu <laughs> caramo 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 yeah caramo says that there is no need for you to come out you know like why should i come out it it's more like you coming inside my world so yeah like this story did nothing to me apart from just having like bare minimum good time and yeah i deserve more honey i deserve more yeah. yeah like a uh, one of my biggest pet peeves is when uh, actors are trying to fake a kissing scene and it just like they always yeah. do this is a this is like a trick to fake a kissing scene you have them like come closer ekdam aisa romantically and they will do it in a very slow motion and then suddenly when they yeah. are close they will just like bounce on each other like they it will be like sudden yeah. burst of passion and then it's like yeah. such an aggressive kind of a passion that you don't really yeah. get to see anything you just need their hair like half balding hair that's, <laughs> yeah that's <all>. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely that's about it so uh, i was like Dude, that's not doing anything for me. That's just not working out. Like I have, I we talked about how uh, the kissing scene together were very very awkward. This just broke yeah. that record. <laughs> oh my god! Yes. Also, I was constantly comparing this with Gilly Pucci. So uh, we have reviewed the short film from uh, Ajib Dastans on Netflix called Gilly Pucci, yeah. which has Konkana Singh Sharma and uh, Aditi Rao Hyderi yeah. and. Uh, let me tell you while we were reviewing that uh, particular short film uh, at the beginning of it before we started recording the episode i was literally telling adi adi this is just a short film i don't know if we are going to have enough material to talk about and fill up the time but then as we yeah. started talking about we started realizing there were so many layers to the story that there were so many nuances to the story and it was just incredible whereas now you have a particular episode which is what 45 minutes long 50 minutes long yeah. and yeah. there is literally nothing in it and i all yeah. like constantly i just kept comparing the two like you talked about how there was no chemistry between the actors and actors were 
जस्टिस हेडमैन हु हैव डन वेरी मैस्कुलिन रोल्स इन द पास्ट वेल कोंकणा एंड आदिति हैव आल्सो डन अ लॉट ऑफ वेरी exactly and yet the chemistry was so intense like one of the best romances i've seen so it was definitely a miss on the part of the filmmakers i f- uh, feel i totally i totally agree and uh, honestly i was looking forward to uh, you know what this episode will be like and i'm looking forward to a nice queer film you know which comes out because all that we have seen in the last couple of months you know cobalt blue for instance that was such a joke yes there were a few moments which were hot and i think i would give it to pratik babbar <laughs> but yeah but like i think there was a mercury retrograde on the on the uh, queer content scene we're just not getting good stuff yeah in fact uh, just a couple of weeks back me and adi were watching this movie aya which is also by the same filmmaker yeah. and we just yeah. saw so many similarities we were just noticing like oh god he has yeah. just like done yeah. the same thing in cobalt too also yeah 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 in fact aya is more queer than by absolutely <laughs> one of the most campiest <laughs> movies i have ever seen yeah. let me be honest about yeah. that it's truly camp and i think we should totally review it on this podcast someday we should now let's do it the next episode we will talk about aya yeah. it doesn't have to yeah. have queer characters uh, the movie and technically it had that uh, uh, gaga bai character which is yeah, as gaga queer bai. as it can get so we will talk about <laughs> yeah. aya in the next episode yeah 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 all right so i think it's time to pop the question genu what do you think booty or binge <sighs> with a very heavy heart i have to say a big big booty oh my god a really big booty because so yeah i mean okay if you really really want to watch this episode just keep your finger on the skip button because there is going to be a lot in this episode that's not going to add any value to you and it's not going to add any value to the experience so don't waste yeah. your time there are so many better things you can do with your time so many better things just use your time well yeah yeah you know how i've seen uh, i've seen one show this way where i've just like kept skipping 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 and like i've gotten the whole story you know which show is that which one saath nibhana saath Yeah, and that's how I have seen three hundred episodes of Saath Nibhana Saathiya by literally skipping. I have a rate of track record of uh, watching at least fifteen to twenty episodes in a day. Wow, wow. Yeah. Should we call Limka Book of Records? <laughs> yes. 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 So Adi, what about you? Are you going to give this a booty or a binge? Jinu, I think I will join you and say that I will give this film. rather the episode a booty and uh, yeah sorry i'm going to give this a pass so if anybody is planning to watch it only watch it if there is no internet no wifi and you have this episode on download in your system yes well this is a kind of show you can safely watch in a flight because no matter who is yeah. sitting next to you they are not going to get scandalized by anything there is nothing objectionable that people might find yeah. in it so it's like a safe show yeah. to watch while traveling so yeah. yeah and even if you have any disturbances around you it's not going to matter because there is nothing in the episode yeah. they will literally think that you're watching something with like a lot of male friendship like rrr 
Absolutely. Oh my God. RRR is such a queer movie. Oh God. I have seen the first well, 15 minutes. Hmm? But the straights are not accepting it. Exactly. Accepting it. I mean, yeah. yeah, they can be delusional all they want, but we know the facts. Yeah. And with that, we have come to an end of this episode. Uh, we hope you like listening to our conversations all over again in season two. We missed you and we hope that you missed us too. Uh, but now no more missing because there's a lot of content coming ahead, a lot of exciting stuff. So all you need to do is stay tuned. You can follow us on any of the platforms where you get your podcast from, but especially Spotify and Ghana.com. Um, and just, you know, let us know about what you think about a podcast. You can write us an email in an old school way. Our email ID is booty at the binge at the rate gmail.com. Or you can just DM us on Instagram. We have our account by the same name. So just talk to us. It feels good. And till then, goodbye.